0: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 836 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I am your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. But more importantly, happy hazmat suit wearing Boston Celtics winter day. I just came up with that on the top of my head. But you guys know what I'm talking about. The Boston Celtics coming up absolutely massive for the team last night. As a Celtics fan, I was kind of feeling a little dicey, a little nervous. But they showed up. They're now 3-0 straight up here with their backs against the wall in elimination games. But most importantly, guys, that was a great, sharp hazmat play for us. Because I think we capped that thing perfectly. Now, uh, of course, when we're looking at kind of examples or situations to bet against the public, you know, there's kind of just the, the obvious look at, you know, betting percentages, trying to get teams that are less than half the tickets, less than 40%, less than 30%. But it's also a situation where you want to at least incorporate a little bit of smart money here in the form of a line freeze or reverse line movement or a steam move or a low bets, higher dollars bet split. So the Celtics, obviously, uh, finally showing up here for the first time this series, staving off elimination. Uh, get the win and cover the number for us, the plus one and a half. But that was kind of a perfect example of what you lo- what you look for and what I look for as a contrarian, data driven, better. So right off the bat, Celtics were in that epic contrarian spot, buy low, sell high. We always talk about value in terms of you know, hey, wanting to buy on bad news, sell on good news. Uh, number one, they were just in a great contrarian spot, only getting you know 30 percent of bets across the market. So just from a walk into a bar and everyone's got a Jimmy Butler jersey on last night, we wanted to be on the side of the Celtics. But guys, two things that really, really stood out with Boston. One was that line freeze. The fact that the Heat opened laying one and a half, pretty much stayed one and a half. They got up to two, two and a half even. And you saw a lot of buyback there on the Celtics, even though they were super contrarian, back down to one and a half. But actually, if you noticed, some books had late reverse line movement where Boston actually got down uh, to plus one. So Celtics went out right here. Uh, great hit here for us as a data-driven hazmat contrarian play and remember we like the gross dogs like boston last night we kept scratching our heads saying why is this line so short and again one kind of piece of advice that will take you a long way when you're betting on sports if it looks too good to be true typically it is that would be the situation for the heat they thoroughly outplayed the uh the celtics there why were they only laying a one and a half why did it get down to one why didn't it get up to three or four despite all this betting on the heat so you have that sharp uh steam move or sorry we had that sharp line freeze we had that late reverse line movement contrarian to heavily bet game And the Celtics, baby, they came through. I was sweating bullets there down uh, down at halftime, but obviously uh, put the pedal to the metal, and they live to fight another day. Uh, And we'll have a full breakdown on tomorrow's game, but it might be another situation to lay the the points here with Boston. The Celtics opened around minus 7.5, minus 8 for the uh, next upcoming game here, coming back to Boston. Obviously, they haven't covered these numbers as a big favorite, but what I did notice is a lot of these books that were at 7.5 are now moving up to 8. And the Celtics are only getting across the market like 15% of bets. Nobody wants to take the uh no, no no one wants to lay the points with Boston. They're taking the points here with the Miami Heat, which creates again another fade the public opportunity. So we'll have a full cap for that one tomorrow. Again, saw some over movement as well. 215 up to 215 and a half. Aside from the Celtics, huge hit there, unfortunately. Still grinding it out, guys. Been tough sledding here as of late. Three and four overall last night, minus one point three units. We got the Celts. We got a couple unders, and I have a comment here on Major League Baseball in a second because I think there's something interesting and kind of difficult going on if you're grinding baseball on a daily basis. We'll get to that in a second. But we did get a couple unders, the Red Sox under, the Miami uh, in in Colorado under. Uh, Now, what was frustrating last night, number one, the Dallas Stars absolutely no-show in the Stanley Cup playoffs game last night. But it wasn't just that. It was that we beat the closing line, got Dallas I think I got them at like minus 140, minus 145. Did you guys notice they closed like minus 150, minus 155? So it's always kind of salt in the wounds when you, uh, salt in the wound when you kind of uh, beat the closing line, and yet your team does an absolute no-show. So obviously Dallas was a letdown, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. uh, Tampa Bay got absolutely rolled. But one that really frustrated me and was the difference between a losing night and a winning night, and to add insult to injury, was a plus 150 dog on the Baltimore Orioles, the O's, who've been great all year. Uh, ninth inning, about to close it out. What happens? They give up a home run uh, to, uh, and I think the guy who gave it up had like an ERA of 1.5. Again, to make it insult to injury, but uh, Aaron Judge hits a homer. They lose an extra. So that's a plus 150. That, that's a two and a half unit swing from a plus 1.5 unit to a minus one unit. So again, uh, tough sledding here as of late, but some signs definitely that hopefully we'll be uh, right onto a, a good win streak here any second. Um, I guess I'll mention that now. I think in baseball, and again today, guys. Uh, six pack of bets. I got to play here on Florida and Carolina in the NHL Stanley Cup playoff game. and Then five bets in Major League Baseball. Uh, so we'll see if we can have a winning night MLB. But I just want to make one comment before we do our housekeeping and dive into our sweats is Major League Baseball. Now, I think we we're a little bit spoiled to start Major League Baseball season because we had an epic April. Now, I think it was, I think it was up like 17 units. Uh, in the month of April. And what do we lean on? We lean on a lot of favorites. Uh, Favorite, chalk favorites are absolutely rolling. Uh, A lot of our system matches there were, you know, well above 65, 70%. And it was just, hey, chalk favorites with steam moves. It was pretty simple. They were cashing on a day-to-day basis here at a pretty high rate. The month of May, we've seen regression here. A lot of dogs have barked. So on the one hand, I think you got to just take a step back. If you've never bet baseball before, it is a very, very long season. Uh, It's the longest season overall. It's the season with the biggest uh, volume betting and largest sample size of bets, but it's also the biggest roller coaster with ups and downs. So in a baseball season, I think you look at it month to month. You're in a bet for like six months here. So, you know, you might have two good months, a bad month, you know, two bad months, three bad months, and then two great months. It's just, it's very volatile. I think as a baseball better, that's something that you got to always keep in the back of your head, the volatility of major league baseball. Of course, you know, blowing leads in the the bottom of the ninth inning. That's never fun either, but it's a very long year, so keep in mind that it's a huge sample size. If you think about a, a baseball season being six months long, we're just you know barely finishing up probably the first third of the season here. Not even, maybe. So, uh, again, long year. Stick with it. Grinding ups and downs. But I would say my approach a little bit is I was kind of looking at some of my results. Uh, obviously, the thing that was difficult for me is... We had favorites do so well in April, and I didn't want to, you know, abandon what was working so well, but I also didn't want to stubbornly stick with favorites if they weren't cashing. We've seen more volatility with more dogs barking. So what I'm going to do is kind of stick to my same model of, you know, looking at systems, looking at uh, betting percentages, looking at line movement, you know, starting pitching matchups, all the stuff we talk about. But I am going to do a couple things. One, I'm going to dial back a little bit with my favorites, especially these larger favorites. You know, your minus 200s, your minus 175s, those type of numbers. Uh, incorporate a few more dogs here, of course. But one big change I'm going to make is I'm going to lean more on totals, guys. Last night, was kind of an eye-opener for me. Uh, I bet, what do we have, five baseball games? What happened? Our sides were 0-3. Thank you, Baltimore. Uh, what a joke that was. But our totals were 2-0. So my angle here is I'm going to lean more with totals in Major League Baseball. Uh, one in terms of uh, totals is we have a lot of data here on starting pitchers, obviously um, head-to-heads. Weather can be a big advantage here, especially with, you know, taking an under, wind blowing in, juiced up under. You saw it last night, Red Sox under, Miami under, uh, wind blowing out. These are the little uh, factors here in terms of how weather can play an important role. Uh, Obviously paying attention to uh, line movement and juice movement and betting percentages. Like, uh, you know, maybe the under is only getting 30% of bets, but 60% of the money. Those little angles. The other thing with totals is that even if you play a juiced up under, you know, under minus 120, under minus 115, you're still only laying minus 120, minus 115. So if you look at it from a money line perspective, that's a very short minus 115, minus 120 favorite. So again, we had a great start to the year. We've hit a really difficult stretch here in the last few weeks. I just wanted to mention number one, if you yourself are having difficulty in MLB, well, join the club. I am too. So you're not in it alone. I'm with you. It's been very volatile. It just feels like with these sides, it's like, you know, the other thing that's annoying here is like pitching matchups in particular. I think the perfect example was The other night with Pittsburgh, where it was Dane Dunning against Ortiz. And I mentioned this the other day, but you know, Dunning has a one point something ERA Ortiz has been lit up his last five starts. So you're like, Oh, advantage to Dunning and the Rangers. What happens? Dunning gets lit up. The guy who struggles pitched a gem here. That's baseball. Baseball just can be very, very frustrating, very aggravating, but we're going to continue to flat bet. We're going to tweak it a little bit here. I'm going to lean a little bit more on totals. Uh, I think there is some value here and that will kind of give uh, kind of, Um, allow us to maybe take a step back from the volatility of being on a lot of these favorites and maybe these dogs blowing it for you late late Baltimore last night. So again, if baseball uh, was great to start and it struggled recently, you're not alone. I'm right there with you, but guess what? We're on the same team. We're going to put our heads together. We're going to turn it around we're going to have a good baseball year overall. I think there's teachable moments in baseball. And I think with baseball too, it's a never ending um, kind of handicap because the season is constantly evolving Teams change, they go through ebbs and flows, so we got to go through some changes in ebbs and flows. And again, my angle here, fewer favorites, still incorporate some dogs, but I'm going to lean more on totals. So I just wanted to mention that uh, to address kind of the volatility and kind of disappointment of Major League Baseball recently. When it's good, it's great, like April. When it's bad, it's Baltimore blowing leads for you and these favorites not coming through. So again, you're not alone. Let's see if we can have a good winning day today. Uh, But with that being said, and again, I hope that helped. See if we can bounce back today after a 3-4 and four minus 1.3-unit night last night. Even though, again, the Celtics were, uh, even though every play was one unit, risking one unit, Celtics to me, that was the uh, the, the big moneymaker last night. Uh, you'll love to see it with some totals as well. And MLB, eye-opening as well, as we'll lean on more totals. But with that being said, before we dive into our sweats today, as I mentioned, a six-pack. I got one bet in the NHL game, five MLB, MLB bets. I got three, as I mentioned. I'm going to lean more totals. I got two totals. I got three sides. Uh, but real quick housekeeping: If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the Veasan newsletter. Just go to veasan.com/newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Boom! Now you'll be signed up to our listserv, which will send you every morning the Veasan Daily newsletter, letting you know all the big games that day, all of our articles and breakdowns, uh, as well as letting in, letting you know in particular what's going on at Veasan. So give it a shot. Today's newsletter let off with a uh, recap of the Celtics last night, avoiding elimination. Also, uh, Michael Block, this guy I saw on Twitter, that, that uh, hole-in-one that he hit, which went directly in, it's like when you're playing Beirut in college and you know it's a solo cup, it's the last cup, and you nail it. That was pretty cool. Uh, but there's some uh, insights here um, for the Charles Schwab uh, uh, in Fort Worth challenge, Wes Reynolds, uh, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, the Long Shots crew. There's a lot of golf content today. Uh, also, the Circa contest details are coming soon, so football feels like it's far away, but it's not that far away. Uh, and also Gil Alexander will have some French open plays in tennis as well. So we'll have all those, uh, all those insights as well as links to all of our articles, my, uh, my sharp report every single day, promos for legal sports books. Again, take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. So always have those promos in the newsletter. If you've been waiting to sign up for that extra book to, so you can shop around, uh, use those promos in the free newsletter, take advantage. Then of course, links to all of our pods as well. So sign up for the newsletter, visoncom newsletter. And then, uh, if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're enjoying all the free resources at Veasan. Reminder: that's just the tip of the iceberg. We have so much more to offer and help you make smart bets. If you are a pro member and you sign up, then you get everything we offer. So, getting all those best bet picks sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and hosts at Veasan, a live stream of all the Veasan shows, all the art- articles behind the paywall, as well as a live sh- as well as uh, those breakdowns and betting percentages and betting splits uh, coming directly from DraftKings. So all included when you become a pro member, Beeson.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, MLB lineups coming out, starting pitchers getting scratched, uh, all available to you uh, first, and the most immediate uh, update there from Twitter. Uh, so get on Twitter, follow at Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at So with that being said, let's start off with a little puck tonight. Where are my puck heads at? Uh, let's go to the big game here tonight, obviously. Uh, we're looking toward uh, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, between the Carolina Panthers. I did it again, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Hurricanes uh, and the Florida Panthers. Uh, Carolina is down 0-3. If they lose, it's it's over. Their season's done. Florida is going for the sweep. Uh, now, there, I think you can look at this a couple different ways. Number one, if you want to take the Florida Panthers tonight, I don't blame you at all. Uh, Carolina uh, is obviously – looks like they're overmatched in this series. Florida's been dominant here. Florida's been unbelievable. Uh, they're 11-4 and four this postseason, 73% win rate. You're up 13 units. That means uh, if a unit is like 100 a $100 better is up – 1300 bucks, just riding Florida throughout the postseason. They're 10-1 and their last 11 games. Bobrovsky's playing great. Kachuk is unstoppable. Uh, so if you tell me you like Florida at home here tonight, getting the last ice change, I don't blame you. Now, I'm not going to take the money line here. Again, if you're gun to the head, you make me pick a side, I'll ride Florida. Uh, but really not a lot of line movement here. You know, Florida's opened. We're on a minus 115 favorite. They're still around minus 115. Nothing much there. What's notable to me, though, I'm gonna go toward the under here, guys. Give me the under five and a half. We're gonna run it back from the other night where we were able to hit our under five and a half. Uh, a couple reasons like this under. Number one, pay paying attention to the juice here. Again, the juice. A lot of uh, you know new betters. They don't even know what the juice is. They realize they you know kind of figure it out. Okay, I gotta pay this vigorish, this vig, this tax, or this commission uh, for them to accept my bet. Well, that stinks. Uh, however, you know they don't look at it as They look at it as kind of a barrier of a price you have to pay, but they don't look at it as somewhat of a puzzle piece in terms of looking at where liability is. So the juice to me, it's not just the price you pay, but it's telling you where the wind's blowing. Uh, So what I like about this one is it's really juiced up under. Just like from the other night, uh, this is 5.5 low total, but it's 5.5 under minus 120. I see a book 5.5 under minus 125. So this has been really juiced up toward the under, and you got to take a step back and say, okay, why is this so juiced up toward the under? Well, it's because you have a lot of respected money here on this under, and this is really these low-scoring games that we've seen throughout the postseason and in particular in this series. So using our VEASAN.com bet splits, the under 5.5, it's getting 79% of bets, but 89% of the money. That's a huge low bet, higher dollar bet split. You can take a step back and be like, Josh, you're a contrarian better. Why are you taking an under? That's getting 79% of bets. Well, take a step back and remember, hockey is one of your lowest bet sports. It's not like the NFL. You know, a, total is getting, or a side or a total is getting 79% of bets in the NFL. That's pretty much a no bet for me because there's a lot of public there I, I want to go against and not be with. Hockey, it's definitely a much lower bet. Uh, and also, you know, pros or, uh, you know, kind of public bettors, if they're going to bet a total, they're typically going to want to go over and root for goals. There's that psychological bias of wanting to see a higher scoring game. So to me, that's 79%, 89% bets in dollars. That's telling me that's mostly... Bigger, sharper wagers here, really leaning under along with that juice liability toward the under. And again, these teams have been really good under bets. Uh, this series in particular, the under is three and oh. Remember that that mere that uh you know marathon game, uh game one that went like uh you know six hours and what is it, almost five overtimes. That was a three-to-two game. Then you had a two to one game, then you had a one-nothing game last time. We didn't have to sweat that under five and a half. It'd be nice if we got another one of those here tonight. But under's zero, this series, the under's five and zero. the last five Florida games. The Unders 4-1 the last five Carolina games. The Unders 6-1, the last seven head-to-head between these teams. And the Unders 4-2, the last six uh, Florida games at home. And truly, really not just to bank on these you know low-scoring games that we've seen. Hopefully that continues. But it's also the goalies. Goalies have been great here. Uh, Bobrovsky didn't have a great regular season, but he's won two Vezinas, and he's been awesome so far this postseason. He's 10-2 and with a 2.15 goals against in the playoffs. He's only given up three goals in this series, Uh, And he's coming off a big shutout here. So Bobrovsky's playing well. And then also, uh, Frederick Anderson expected to start here. He's been good too. Even though they're down 0-3, he's 5-2 this postseason, 1.58 goals against. Uh, So he's been good as well. So I'm going to take this under. I'm not going to overthink it. Unders have been cashing for this series. Uh, Goalies are playing great. The under's juiced. We got a good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Give me the under 5.5. Carolina, Florida. I got under 5.5 at minus 120. Shop around Again, you might not think a minus 120 or a minus 125 is a big difference, but again, you always want to get the best uh, price you can. And again, minim- uh, minimize your risk, maximize your reward. That $0.05 cents might not feel like a lot, but extrapolate it over you know, many, many bets that's going to eventually uh, lead to a multiple you know real units, uh, won or lost. Uh, so give me the under 5.5, Carolina-Florida. Fingers crossed we get another low-scoring game here uh, in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, we're gonna take a very very short break here guys. we just got through uh, biggest game of the night, NHL, uh, but we got more to get to. So as we talked about how baseball uh, gonna tweak our approach here a little bit as the volatility is very frustrating recently, gonna lean a little, little bit more on totals. Uh, so we got some uh, some bets here coming up when we return after the break, I got five MLB bets for you. I got three uh, money lines and I got a couple totals here. Uh, see if we can have a winning night in MLB. Uh, but don't go anywhere gonna finish up strong in episode 836 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back.
2: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds,
0: Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call.
1: The NBA and NHL postseason is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a big Wednesday, halfway through our work week. Uh, long day for your boy. I woke up early with the uh, Morning Bets pod. Then I did uh, Follow the Money. I always enjoy uh, every Wednesday with Mitch and Pauly and going on Nesson. Uh, and then we had a uh, town hall at VEASAN. So uh, I was able to uh, hang out uh, virtually with some uh, some colleagues here, uh, which was a lot of fun. And now we got the pod. So I'm running on a little, a little small amount of sleep here, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Seeing if we can have a good day today here, knock on wood. But last night, 3 and 4 minus 1.3 units. Celtics were absolutely massive. We got a couple totals. Boston under, Miami under, but again, a good closing line value. Dallas, they let us down. It was all downhill once Jamie Benn cross-checked that guy in the head. Uh, Baltimore blows the lead. That was really the difference between a winning and losing night. So let's see if we can get a, uh, a winning night here uh, tonight with a bounce back. So we started off talking NHL. I'm on the Florida Carolina under 5.5 at minus 120. Now let's go over to Major League Baseball because, again, uh, we're tweaking our model a little bit here. Again, favorites, as I mentioned, were absolute you know, moneymaker, cash cow in April. Uh, dogs have barked much louder here. Uh, favorite systems have not come through here as of late. Uh, so we're going to kind of, you know, dial back some favorites, still incorporate some dogs, but really look towards some totals. I think there's an opportunity there to make some money. So first, bit on the board for me, five bets overall, uh, this is a larger number here, uh, but I have an angle here on Shane McClanahan. So I'm taking a shot on the Tampa Bay Rays. This is 640 PM Eastern time game. Tampa Bay is at home uh, against Toronto, obviously Toronto. Uh, it wasn't even close, 20 to one. Anyone have the over 20 and a half yesterday? Absolutely rolled, uh, unstoppable with that uh, Toronto offense. So I'm going to buy low, and I think there's kind of a buyback opportunity here with Tampa Bay in this spot. So obviously coming off a terrible loss yesterday, but what's the market telling us for this one? Uh, so this one uh, actually opened. A lot of shops are on a minus 170, minus 175 for Tampa Bay. They got all the way up to around minus 200. Now, there has been a little buyback here on Toronto, bringing this Tampa Bay line back down to around minus uh, 190. But I think the advantage here, or uh, you know, based on the data, would lead you to McClanahan. Uh, this guy's been great, 7-0. He's the ace, young lefty ace with Tampa Bay, 7-0, 2.05 uh, ERA. He's going up against Kachuki, who's 5-1 with a 4.08 ERA. Uh, but Kachuki's been, and here are some home road splits. Kachuki at home, 3.53 ERA on the road. So he's giving up a full run more on the road than at home. McClanahan, by the way, uh, is fantastic in particular at home. Uh, He has a 1.20 ERA at home. Uh, He has a 1.96 ERA in his four May starts. And April 16th, he actually did pitch against Toronto. It was an 8-1 win by Tampa Bay. He went six innings, one run, and six Ks. So hopefully pitching advantage here with McClanahan. Uh, We do have some system matches on Tampa Bay. Uh, If you look at, in particular, uh, after a blowout loss, I was on Mitch and Paulie this morning with Follow the Money, and they're asking me, Hey, I wonder what it is, you know, what the record is of teams that get absolutely demolished, lose by 15 runs or more. How do they do the next game? Well, it's very rare. Again, it's very rare a team loses by 15 or more. But if you lose by 15 or more uh, over the past almost 20 years, uh, if you just take the uh, team that lost that previous game by 15 or more, if they're a favorite, they come back and they're 29 and 16, 64% with a 15% ROI. So we got a system match here on uh, Tampa Bay, also Tampa in the spot, even though they lost last night at home, they've been great at home, 22 and five overall at home. They're seven and two against lefties and they're 31 and 12 as a favorite. So they're uh, a favorite at home against a lefty here today. Also, you have a bit of a favorite low total. Uh, some books did uh, reach uh, tick up here, eight up to eight and a half. So eight and a half is kind of no man's land anymore, but uh, until that happened, it was a favorite low total. I guess that's kind of no longer the case here. Uh, But I'm going to look for a bounce back spot with Tampa. I'm going to ride the ace here. We have seen some movement here toward Tampa again. There's been some buyback, uh, but McLean has been great, uh, and we have that good system match uh, off a a huge loss by uh, by more than two touchdowns. Uh, Those teams again coming back with a 15% ROI. So give me Tampa. I got Tampa guys. Kind of a bad. I got a minus 190 this morning. I think you're looking at. You can maybe find a minus 185, minus 190. But let's go race, See if they can get a win for us tonight. Uh, Next bet. I'm going to go with the San Diego Padres. Padres on the road uh, for game two at Washington. This is a 7.05 p.m. Eastern time start. And a couple reasons like the pods in this one. Number one, line movement. They've had some pretty good steam in their direction. The Padres opened uh, as low as around a minus 135, minus 140 uh, road favorite. We've now seen the pods get up all the way to minus 150. Some shops even a little bit higher, closer to minus 160. So pretty good line movement here in favor of San Diego. Uh, quite a few system matches with the pods, uh, road favorites who made the playoffs the previous season playing an opponent who did not. They're 84 and 52, 62% this year. Non-division road favorites off a win. They're 63 and 34, 65% this season. Uh, pitching matchup: You have Ryan Weathers, the lefty, going for the pods. He's one and two with a 3.42 ERA. He's be, he'll be facing righty Trevor Williams, who's one and two with a 4.26 ERA. So Weathers has been better here than Williams. Hopefully that continues here tonight, uh, but along with those system matches is a bit of a fade of Washington. They're 18-28 and 28 as a dog. They're just 7-10 against lefties and only 10-16 at home. Now, I did lean a little bit here uh, toward this under at one point. You know, it was uh, at a lot of shops. Uh, it was um, 9.5, juiced up down 9, but now you've actually seen the line kind of tip the other way. And now you're juiced up nine and a half over. So it's a no play for me with this total. What I did notice though, is the Padres are 31 and 13 to the under this year. That's the best team in major league baseball. They're 15 and three to the under their last 18 games. So no longer a play for me on the total. Again, I was leaning under. I don't love the fact that it's now being nine and a half juiced up over, but I'm taking a shot here on San Diego. Uh, hopefully to make it two in a row. Hopefully the, you know, the pods are juiced up here with uh, Juan Soto going back to his old stomping grounds and uh, maybe proving that, Hey, uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't have traded me or he should have given me that boatload of cash, even though I think he rejected that money earlier. But anyway, going San Diego here, guys. I got the pods at minus 150. Now we're going to go through some totals. Uh, first total for me, I'm going to take a shot on the Dodgers-Atlanta Braves under 9.5. This one jumped out for me for, for a couple different reasons. Number one, I always start with uh, when I look at totals, Lean a little bit under here, just in general, because public loves betting over. It's you know not as fun to sweat an underplay here. So I uh, first what I looked at is overnight lines, the morning line, and then how these uh, totals progress. And I look at my live odds page, and I want to see every book juiced up in one direction. That tells me that there's consensus across the market uh, with sharp action leaning on one side. So what I like about this Dodgers Braves game is that every book is nine and a half under minus 115, minus 120. So a lot of liability here, juiced toward this under. Tells me that if you wait any longer, this thing might be getting down to 9. Now, uh, again, half run may not seem like a lot, but that's huge. If there's a 5-4 game, either you want to be able to cash with the hook under 9.5 uh, instead of push in under 9. But every book's juiced up under. Uh, currently 55% of bets, but 94% of the money's on the under. That is a huge uh, bet discrepancy there. Almost a plus 40% smart money discrepancy to the under, telling you basically public is split, but all the big money is leaning under here with the Braves. Now, pitching matchup. Hopefully these guys uh, pitch well. Uh, They've proven so far that they're really kind of hard to hit. You look at Tony Gonsolin. who had a good year last year. He's starting this year right where he left off, 2-1 with a 1.113 ERA. He'll be facing uh, Elder, who's 3-0 with a 2.06 ERA. So you have two guys with some really, really low ERAs. Hopefully that will continue here today. We do have a little bit of wind blowing in. It's nothing huge, but around 5 miles per hour wind blowing in from dead center. So we'll take it. You also have an underump. Uh, Mike Muchlinski, 54% historically to the under. And you have one system here. Both teams made the playoffs last year, take the under. Very simple, but it's 60-50 and 50 this year, 55%. And for all my uh, throwback uh, buddies here back in the day, there was a system that we used to call contrarian unders for winning teams. When two really good teams go head-to-head, typically it's uh, you know so, some lower-scoring games here. So hopefully banking for another low-scoring game in this one. But we got every book juiced up under. We got wind blowing in. We got an under ump. We got great bet percentage. We have two really good starters, two good bullpens as well. Give me the Dodgers under nine and a half at minus 120. Now another total for you. Here's an eight broke don't fix it play. Colorado, uh, we we're cruising I think through five innings. are only a few runs here. It got a little dicey late, but I'm going back to uh, to Coors Field taking another under here. Give me the under 11 uh, for Miami and Colorado. Now there's some 11s. There's some 10 and a halves out there. So make sure. You shop around, find that book under 11 minus 115. That's the number that I got. But running it back after last night, able to cash that under for us. Uh, number one liability to this under. A lot of these books open, you know, 11 uh, really juiced up under minus 115 minus 120. So just like that Braves under showing a lot of liability to the under. Uh, also, both under teams this year. You wouldn't expect it with Colorado, but they're 29 and 20 to the under. Miami is 27 20 and two to the under. So both under teams. Colorado is 8-4 to the under of their last 12. Uh, they're 6-2 and two to the under of their last 8 at home. Miami, 4-1 and one to the under of their last 5. So uh, we have a couple teams that, again, have been trending toward these lower-scoring games. Uh, and again, you have another under here juiced up with some under-liability. Pitching matchup here is Kaufman, uh, who I believe is only making his second career start. Again, scared here that he gets lit up. Hopefully he doesn't. Uh, but it's, he's 0-1 with an 8.31 ERA. He only made one start again. Uh, but Sandy Alcantara. Guy who won the side last year, he has been really a struggle. Uh, struggle here for him. He's one in five with a 5.05 ERA. You do not expect Alcantara with an ERA of five. So maybe some tough luck. Uh, maybe some regression here in his favor. It's a guy with a really good track record. So hopefully Alcantara. You know, again, you never expect Alcantara with a uh, with a uh, with a total of 11. Obviously, it's Coors Field, but typically, you know, if this guy's at home or on the road, a total six and a half. So hopefully we get Alcantara to pitch well. Uh, we have liability under. Both teams are trending under. Uh, I'm taking the under here. Give me the Colorado and Miami under 11 at minus 115. Now one last bet for you. I'm taking a shot on my Boston Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox are on the road at the LA Angels. Red Sox are a very streaky team. Again, they struggled early. They got hot. They got cold again. They got hot again. Now they're kind of cold again. They've lost uh, three straight. What's the market telling us? Market's telling us, respect the money's going here with Boston. Uh, This game opened at kind of a pick 'em or short favorite for the Angels at home, around a minus 110 home favorite. Now we've seen the line completely flip to Red Sox, minus 115, minus 120. So we have a dog to fave line move toward Boston. The Red Sox are only getting 58% of bets, but 72% of the money, telling us those uh, low bets, higher dollars bet splits are indicative of the larger, kind of a split public, but those bigger, sharper wagers leaning Boston, which caused that dog to fave line move. And the pitching advantage hopefully with the Red Sox here. James Paxton gave the guy a free agent deal. He was sat out all of last year. Uh, Chaim Bloom was getting a lot of uh, criticism. Why'd you give this guy this money? He's never going to play. But he's actually been decent this year. 1-0 with a 2.45 ERA. He'll be going up against Tyler Anderson, who's 1-0 with a 5.27 ERA. And really a couple things to look at. Number one, buy low, sell high. Uh, Red Sox have lost three straight. Uh, Angels have won three straight. So it's almost like that. Uh, kind of like you know ride the hot hand or bet against the cold team. It makes sense in theory, but why is the line moving toward the cold team, away from the hot team? Uh, tells me that you got some sharp money here going Red Sox. Also, let we got two lefties on the bump Paxton and, and Anderson, uh, and you have look at these two teams here. The Red Sox have been good against lefties. They're 12 and five against lefties this year. They're only 14 and 18 against righties. Meanwhile, the Angels are only five and eight against lefties. Meanwhile, they're 22 and 15 against righties. So the Angels are good against righties, bad against lefties. They're facing a lefty here today. Red Sox, bad against righties, good against lefties. They're facing a lefty here today. So uh kind of tells me that we got some smart money going with Boston. Uh, the Red Sox would also match as a non division uh, road favorite, which are 70 and 47 this year, 60%, 7% ROI. So it's kind of a short number. It'd be nice to get this one as kind of a, just a regular juice here or kind of a juiced up. Uh, kind of total in the fit, in form of a money line, but I got the Boston Red Sox. I got them at minus one seventeen. Uh, let's go, Sox! Uh, but that about does it for today's Veasan Market Insights podcast. Again, uh, if you were if you want to recap, Dodgers under nine and a half, uh, Red Sox minus one seventeen, Tampa now you can get them around minus one eighty, San Diego minus one fifty, and the Colorado under eleven, along with that Florida Carolina under five and a half here tonight. Uh, but reminder, if you enjoy. The Market Insights pod, I know it's been a bit of a struggle here with baseball, uh, but take away the the, the win-loss. I know it's hard to do. You know, all, all, all you care about is a better is winning your bets. But if you take a step back, has the Market Insights pod at all helped you along in your sports betting journey? Have you uh, kind of paid attention to uh, juice movement or, uh, or line movement or percentages or bets in dollars or system matches or fading the trendy dog or you never in a million years would have taken the Celtics plus one and a half last night? Uh, because it seemed like the layup of the century with Miami, but you saw that line freeze, you saw the contrarian opportunity, you saw the late move to the Celtics, you put on the hazmat suit, Cash with the Celtics. If any of that is the case, and the pod has helped you along in your sports betting journey, or you just think I'm a decent guy, you want to make my day, make me happy, uh, or if you just want to learn more about sports betting or know someone in your life who could use uh, maybe a leg up or a blueprint or a model to follow, then guess what? Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's my baby. It's my book. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting*. So if you want to grab one, it would really make my day. If you already have, seriously, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, or Plainridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield, or out in New York, the Empire State, breaking hail records every month, or out in the desert with a true Grinders get down where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or Sweating Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa with a Contrarian ticket in one hand and a peanut clot in the other, or The Mandalay Bay or The Superbook, my two other favorite books, anytime I get the opportunity to visit Vegas. Here I am losing my voice. I've talked a lot today. That's probably my body telling me to shut up, Josh. Uh, But anyway, uh, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to flash to me a couple nice tickets from last night. Show me a Celtics ticket. Everybody and their mother saying it was the heat layup of the century. What happened? We put on the hazmat suit. Celtics came up huge for us. Uh, Show me a Boston Red Sox under, a Miami under. Whatever you do, don't show me that Baltimore plus 150. What's worse than feeling like you're two outs away from cashing a plus 150 and then Aaron Judge takes a yard? Don was a brutal one here. But, guys, let's see if we can bounce back today. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Again, it's a long MLB season. There's ups and downs. Uh, But, again, I think the important thing is when you lose, you learn more, you try harder. When you win, you feel like it's easy. Uh, I think you learn more about yourself and you become a better better through the losses. So, let's see if we can uh, have a winning day here today. That's always the goal. But my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with The smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. Hey, we beat the closing line with Dallas. They don't even show up last night. But that's part of the game, guys. You just got to keep grinding, keep sticking with it, keep flat betting. If we can find the games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long term. So I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy the sweats on a big uh, hump day edition. We'll be back at it tomorrow for Thursday. Thursday, let's see if we can get some winners here tonight. As always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Good luck.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. watch what you want when you want immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect phillips roku tv today online or at your local walmart and sam's club hi i'm antonia blythe and this is 20 questions
1: on deadline joining me today is allison Bree.